Good morning. Today is Wednesday, November 10th, 2021. I heard this story from Rabbi Malik Biederman. It is a true story. You know that many people from Israel come to North America to collect funds for tzedakah. It's a very, very common thing. And you may know, or you may intuit, there is a hierarchy among those who come who are poor, facing illness, marrying off children. They come to collect for themselves, and they are often nebuch, uh, sad, uh, beaten down, uh, low self-esteem, embarrassed often to have to ask for help. Others come to collect for their yeshiva, for their school, for their organization, and they come with more confidence, a sense of altruism. They are offering an opportunity to philanthropists in North America to share in supporting the important work that they do, the important causes that they promote. Now, especially wealthy religious Jews get many, many such visitors with requests. And some of them have rules and procedures for who they see, how people arrange to see them. And this information is somehow shared and known by those who come to collect because it's a relatively small community. People who come often know each other. But this is a true story. There was a Hasidic Rebbe. This happened just recently, a couple of weeks ago. The Rudder Shitzer Rebbe. He started an organization in Israel called Magdil Yeshuos. And it's an organization that helps couples facing infertility. And he has helped thousands of couples achieve the birth of a child, often after years of heartache <clears throat> and tears and painful treatments. It's an incredible mitzvah. And those he helps consider him to be a malach, an angel. So when he travels to collect funds for his organization to support his work, he's only looking for the larger gifts. And his story is very compelling. I don't mean to be cynical, but it's quite dramatic. The results that he achieves, the need touches the heartstrings. But all he needs is the opportunity to plead his case in front of a very wealthy Jew. And he is then pretty confident he'll be successful in getting a donation. Recently, he was in New York just a couple of weeks ago. And he was able to get an appointment for the first time to see a very wealthy Jew in New York. And this wealthy Jew, it's extremely hard to get an appointment to see him. 
And everyone tries to see him, but you can't just knock at the door. If you knock at the door, then you're politely told, I'm sorry, this gentleman has no time to see you. You have to make an appointment in advance. And people know this. So this Hasidic Rebbe had an appointment and the appointment was for 3 p.m. And so he arranged a driver to pick him up at 2.30, which would leave him plenty of time to make it to the wealthy man's home in time for the appointment at three o'clock. <clears throat> and he was explicit when he hired the driver, you must be on time. It is essential that you're on time. Okay. 2.30 comes, driver's supposed to be there. The driver's not there. 2.45, three o'clock. The man is very, very upset. The driver is late, 3.30, one hour late, the driver shows up and the man is very, very angry. I have an important meeting. It's very hard to get this meeting. Now I'm gonna be an hour late for this meeting. If I miss it, the whole reason for my trip is wasted. How could you do this to me? How could you be so careless? He was extremely upset with the driver. Okay. They finally arrived at the home of this wealthy man an hour late. And the Rebbe, who was coming to request the funds, he was not received right away. He was told that he had to wait because there was someone else that was meeting with this philanthropist at that time, and he had to wait. Someone else was asking for tzedakah. It happens that the person who was in the room at the moment with the philanthropist was a man from Yerushalayim who was collecting money for his family to be able to eat, to afford medical treatments, Nebuch. So this man waited. Finally, the man from Yerushalayim, collecting from Yerushalayim, came out of the meeting with the wealthy man, and he is about to go in, so the three of them are see each other, and the man from Yerushalayim turns to the philanthropist whose room he is now leaving, and he says, he gets very excited, and he says, that's him, that's him, the person I just told you about, the malach that I just told you the story about, that's him. It turns out that when this man from Yerushalayim was asking for tzedakah for his family, a big part of the story had to do with the fact that he and his wife had been trying for eight years to have a child and they were not able to. And this man, this man is the one who helped them to be able to have a child. The wealthy man was very impressed. Standing in front of him is a man who he had just heard described as a malach for his help with couples to have a child. And the wealthy man was honored to give this man a gigantic donation, $50,000. The truth is, the Hasidic Rebbe, when he went there, he was thinking maybe he would ask for $1,000. He would be tremendously satisfied for $1,000, $50,000. But the wealthy man, it was like he had a celebrity in front of him. The, the, 
the one that had been, he'd been talking about, he just heard about him. And he was so impressed and so moved, he gave him this money. Then the wealthy man said to the Hasidic Rebbe, he said, ordinarily, I would not have met that man collecting for his family from Yerushalayim because he did not have an appointment. He just showed up and knocked on the door. But he knocked on the door at just the same time as your appointment was scheduled for three o'clock. So I assumed that that was my three o'clock appointment. So I let him in. Once he was in the room, I spoke to him. But then the Rebbe understands what happened. He had been angry at the driver for being late. But in fact, the driver was late because the driver was, perhaps unknowingly, a messenger from God to arrange, to effect the plan that this other Jew from Yerushalayim should meet the man first and mention his name in such glowing terms so that when the philanthropist actually sees him, he is ready to praise him and appreciate him and give this large donation. Hashem was preparing all of this in order for him to get not a $1,000 donation, but a $50,000 donation. And of course, the Rebbe apologized to his driver, but he had learned an important lesson. Because had he gone at the time of his appointment, he would have been an unknown collector. Maybe he would have received $1,000. But with Hashem's plan, with the driver being late, he was like a rock star. He was more successful than he ever dreamed. And he realized that not only should he not have been angry with the driver, but he should have been grateful at the wonderful result that the driver caused. Now, I can't promise that every time someone does something that upsets you, a really great benefit will occur for you as a result. I, I wish I could promise that. But I'm not able to promise it. If I could promise it, it would be a really good idea never to get angry when we are wrong because we would recognize that obviously Hashem has something fantastically better in store for us that we didn't even realize and that's why it happened. That's a very high madrega. That requires being on a very high level of spirituality and faith. I I'm, I'm not on that level. Maybe you are. But hearing this story should at least cause us to pause before getting angry when someone has wronged us and to consider the possibility that because of this mishap, things are going to work out better for me than I ever imagined. Not always. 
but sometimes. And sometimes may make it worthwhile not to respond immediately in anger. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.